Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist Podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, a trauma-informed spiritual mentor, certified meditation teacher, and human design expert. I'm empowering empaths three times a week in recovery and healing from narcissistic abuse, childhood trauma through human design, self-care, mindfulness advice, and expert interviews. This is season five, episode 39, the human design head center, what it is and how it makes you prone to narcissism. My head center is white. Does that mean I have no inspiration? This episode is first of nine episodes examining each human design center and explains how it can make someone more prone to narcissism, how to emotionally evolve and break the cycles of the narcissistic relationship trap. The Head Center, pulling from my book, the last chapter, chapter 12 in Empath and the Narcissist, it states the Head Center is all about inspiration. It is the seed of thought. It is where you receive intuitive thoughts, inspiration, and receive messages from source. Anxiety typically comes from our negative narratives and our negative self-talk, which all stems from the head. So the next time you feel anxious, say this to release the anxiety. May I be released from the patterns that hold me anxious. I clearly see what is mine and what is not. I release the burdens I no longer need to carry. I now fully see all the ways I am not trusting my path. I exhale worry and invite deep trust to rain down onto me. I call all my energy back to me. I reclaim my inner power. I shield and protect myself with the highest point of light. Anything connected to me now receives a positive charge. It is done. This is from Instagram account, Awaken with Sophie. The head center is the very top center on your chart. If you're wondering what are we talking about, the very top triangle is the head center. It is associated with the crown chakra. Uh, All the centers are connected to a certain chakra, but there are nine centers versus the seven main chakras in the chakra system. So there's two additional in the human design chart. And it may be concerning to you that you have a white head center because that means that it is open or undefined, but there is no need to be concerned. And when it is colored in yellow, it doesn't matter the color, but yellow is the main color that the original Ra'uruhu and Jovian Archive selected, then yes, your head is defined. So when it is defined, we'll start there. This means that you receive consistent inspirational knowledge. You receive inspiration and messages consistently. And these people are inspirational forces on the planet. And when you have the two different types of head centers in the same room, you can actually see and experience maybe like jinx, which some people may call telepathy, where all the defined head center needs to do is think it. And the open amplified head center 
then picks it up, receives it, amplifies it, and speaks it and says, hey, we should have pizza tonight or something like that. So it can be really great. It can be a positive thing. But when the narrative or the thoughts are negative, then you are amplifying negative. So that becomes a vulnerable spot and a problem. Mm, Divine Head Center has a consistent source of inspiration. They're always asking questions and may feel that something is wrong if they don't have the answer. Inspiration is a reflective process and there really is no answer to an inspiration. It has to go through the whole scientific process and push down through to the Ashna Center. So often people with defined head centers don't realize that they are questioning things. You may even find that you seem to have a permanent quizzical look on your face. You're always pondering something. So with all this inspiration, you may feel like you need to get all of it done, especially if you have an open root center. So it's important to note that all the inspiration you're receiving consistently, it may not always be for you. It may be that you share it with someone else who needs to hear it and allow them to amplify it. So always a thought and question that runs through my mind as a defined head center is, that's a really interesting thought. I wonder if, and then pause and think if this thought or inspiration is for me or if it's for somebody else that's in my aura that I've been helping. Now, the tricky part with this head inspiration is the desire to spew out all your ideas. So the best practice I've found is to ask the person if they're ready to receive this inspiration or input. And so I always ask them, you know, I have an idea or I have some input. Can I share it with you? And then receive that ability to respond with them, always using my strategy as a generator. If you're a projector, it works the same because you'll be invited in to give your input. And asking a lot of questions also is important to see how they're coming about in you being able to share with them this inspiration or idea that you have. Because sometimes we may just give somebody whatever inspiration we have because we want to relieve the pressure, but they're not ready for it. They get really defensive. They feel like you're always telling them what to do or you're over-criticizing. And so you need to be able to have the other person be ready for it um, because not all of us are ready for it in our healing journey and or just in work and projects and communicating with other relationships so the affirmation for the head center I will say for the end I'll share both of the affirmations at the end after we go through the vulnerability to narcissism Now with this open head center, if you have an open head center, this means that you have an inconsistent way to receive inspiration. You may receive inspiration through sound, through nature, through music, through amplifying someone else's thoughts. This is just part of your amplifying. Any center that is white amplifies the energy, just like a radio station is the defined center and the radio in your house is the receiver is the white center so this is where we can be vulnerable to narcissism is having the open and the defined i would say can be vulnerable to narcissistic traits 
and not honoring the other person's journey where they're at. And it's very easy to feel overwhelmed as an open head center because you re- you're amplifying so many thoughts and ideas, especially when you go out into a public space where there's lots of people. Um, you're, you do feel inspired all the time because you're receiving it from all different places. You're amplifying it. And there's feels like this pressure to act upon this inspiration. So it's important to take a look, take a step back. Maybe it isn't yours to act on. Maybe you're just amplifying what someone else is thinking. So, I mean, it's a great person to be a sounding board for with someone else because you can really think through things with them on an active and energetic basis. But keep in mind, it's not all for you. And you may feel when you get home from an outing, you're just exhausted, you're overwhelmed, and your brain is numb. That is because you've been receiving and amplifying too much and you have not put up your shield to protect yourself from absorbing like a sponge. I think in human design, every single center we have that is white, we need to make a conscious intention before we go out to shield them up. You know, lock the door, put up the screen, and not absorb everything like a sponge, which of course applies to interacting with a toxic narcissist. You may even hear people say, like, you're not decisive. You just pick one, you know, stick with it. You're so flaky. This is, these are all things that, I don't know, like the human being, other people don't like. And maybe you don't like about yourself, but just know that this is part of the process of starting to become aware because you're just picking up all the different ideas and you're trying a little bit here and especially if you're a manifesting generator you have the energy to try all of it and see what you like and I think there's nothing wrong with trying things to see if you like it without having to fully commit and be like a lifelong monogamous you know crafter if that's something that you just want to dabble in not only will someone with an open head center have the ability to take in inspiration of the world and amplify it but they will also take in all the questions of the world and amplify those too. And that can be very daunting and exhausting and overwhelming. We're going to dive deeper into the vulnerability to narcissism in this head center right after this commercial break. When you search Empath and the Narcissist on Amazon for materials to read, what do you find? A whole bunch of pages full of the same title, Um, Empath and the Narcissist. hmm. So how do you determine which book is the one to read? Well, that's up to you. But all I can tell you about my book is it shares snippets of my story of how I didn't always exude confidence. I didn't always have the peace of mind. On the contrary, I emitted a sense of insecurity that was palpable. I people pleased everyone at the expense of my own health. I hated myself and I lashed out when I couldn't take it anymore. And in my book, I relate to you, dear empath, so you can read the words and know that you're not alone. That is the main goal of the book. The second goal of my book is to give you tools that I use to find my strength, to leave the narcissist, and to heal and be on the complete other side of the dark abyss. I am meant to be here on earth to help you heal and transform from your trauma 
from being a survivor to a thriver. You gain healing exercises at the end of each chapter. It's a guidebook to heal your childhood trauma. It has effective somatic healing exercises. It has astrology and how to understand and know your true authentic self with a human design chapter, giving you a brief overview of the human design 101. If you wish to feel alive again and take back the power in your life, then scroll up and click the link in the show notes to listen on Audible or buy your hard copy or paperback on Amazon today. And by the time you get to the end of the book, you're going to be wondering, what exactly does my human design chart say about me? Grab your human design unique blueprint reading on a call with me to help you identify how magnificent you are and how unique your energetic blueprint is here and how much you are needed for your impact that in the link in the show notes at ravenscott.show forward slash shop. So the thing you really need to focus in on in guarding yourself from the vulnerabilities of the world's overwhelm as well as the narcissist is to apply your strategy, discernment, and your inner authority, which is your intuition. So let's go over the vulnerability to narcissism from the head center. This can be very dangerous if you are around a very hateful, toxic, negative thinking person because you will start to amplify those thoughts and either think them of another person or think them of yourself, depending on where this is generated. And As we've talked about so many times on the podcast, narcissists have a very low self-esteem. They're insecure. They have trauma. The whole reason that they're even being such assholes is because they have their guard up and they don't want to be vulnerable. They cannot be vulnerable and they can't, they don't have a growth mindset. So when you're around that very toxic mindset and you're amplifying it, you start to kind of take it on as your own. You sponge it in and you start like just like we always say you start to feel like the crazy one you start to question am I the narcissist because first of all they're already doing mind tricks even on the defined head centers I'm a defined head center and my mind was completely twisted up before and open you're just more vulnerable to it even more like you actually think the thoughts and amplify those thoughts that they're thinking which is just even more dangerous to keep you in that confused state like I said, it's it's tricky to say just one thing is vulnerable to narcissism when this, the tactics and manipulation they do have effect on all the types, have effect on most all the centers, but especially on the solar plexus, I've seen a common theme, the will center and the head center. And because of their that's the way they manipulate no matter what kind of head center you are if you're an open center or a defined which I can clearly state that I am a defined head center and I was manipulated by a narcissist it's all about developing discernment discernment in your mind and connection to divine source the true source because you're going to get your truth from within yourself within your inner authority and your, your intuition Now, there actually are different types of inner authorities in your human design. You can take a look. Some, most people are going to have the emotional authority where you need to feel through your emotional cycle to know if what that narcissist just said to you or what you're thinking 
is true, you need to feel it. That means you need to really be in tune with your emotions, which can be a scary thing, but it's important. So taking time out in nature, taking time to feel and journal your emotional cycle. And then also spending some time in quiet time, meditation. It's important for all of us, but that certainly is important for the emotional because you need to feel through and take your time through the whole cycle. And then with the sacral, which is the pure authority, is you need to ask yourself yes or no questions. And you can only do this in the quiet without amplifying anyone's agenda, right? So again, out in nature, quiet time, meditation time, ask yourself those yes or no questions. So that goes back to this is the center connected to source, the crown chakra. If it's blocked, if it's muddled up, if it's all twisted because the narcissist has messed up the wires in your brain, then you won't be able to think straight. So you have to connect to the higher inspiration and divine source to receive your clear answers that you need. So emotional would be things, feeling through the process. Sacral pure is asking yes or no questions, feeling your gut if it drops or if it feels good. And the spleen authority knows right away. And then there's a few others called self-reflected and reflected. And those are, you have to talk it out with the therapist. If you're dealing with a narcissist, you need to talk it out with a therapist. Other topics you can talk out with your friends, family members. And then hearing that feedback can bring you a lot of clarity to what is true, what is right, what is directly from source, and what is from the narcissist. So that's number one, tuning into your intuition. And number two is your strategy. This is where it's really important to memorize your strategy as your type. I'll go through them again. If you're new to this, you're new here to the podcast, we just finished a series about the different types and the two of them in toxic interactions with each other. So you can go back to every Tuesday and listen to those. But I'll just go through them one more time. So the generator, manifesting generator, you need to wait to respond. So being who you are, doing what you love, and then responding to things is where your energy flows the best. So when it comes to inspiration, a source, you know, like, oh, let's do a project, then that's where you start to kind of experiment and see if you enjoy it first, do what you love to to do. And then it's kind of like A-B testing in business, right? It's like, okay, I'm doing this. Let's test it and see if people like what I've made. And then you kind of get to wait to respond to people asking you for more or being silent. And then you're like, okay, let's try something else. So it's very much this responsive type of interaction in conversation and with people seeing what you're doing and maybe requesting more or requesting something different. Just like why I'm starting to talk more about human design in this podcast. There have been specific people who say, oh, you know human design? Can you share about that? And so I am responding and I'm sharing about it. And it seems like you're all really loving it because you're signing up to the community and getting your free human design chart read by me. And so if you haven't yet, definitely sign up for free into our community and I will pull your chart and give you more insight about yourself. Moving on to the manifester. The manifester's strategy is to inform, then initiate. 
The projector strategy is to wait to be invited. The reflector strategy is to wait 28 days as a pure lunar body. All of the centers on the reflector, by the way, which are very rare, are white. They are undefined. They are our canary in the coal mines. They tell us what feels good where for the collective. They really are a collective being. Yeah, so there's where we're vulnerable in the head center. There's really no matter if you're open or you're defined, you can absolutely be manipulated and your brain can be twisted around by the narcissist. So number one is education. Number two is awareness. Number three is listen and evaluate what is true from source because this is a source connected center through your inner authority. And then number four is then act upon your strategy. Let me think of a scenario that can kind of really bring it down to earth. I'm a generator. My strategy is to wait to respond. My sacral kept telling me this is wrong, this is wrong. So I started to really speak out verbally and he wasn't able to control me ver verbally anymore. And when I did so, he hit me and it got physical. So I think right there is a way to respond as a generator, right? You, I felt in my sacral, uh-uh, this does not feel good. And I told him, and then he decided to try and control me physically. And then in that, I was able to respond and say, no, no more. This is not healthy. And I then responded into finding a place to move out so we could go to therapy counseling together and then just every single move was a response you know my roommate came in I met with her we liked each other we found a place we got in moved out and then in the final straw was receiving that phone call that he had tried to cheat on me with my sister and that was my ultimate place as a generator to respond and say well guess I'm not going to try therapy then right? That's your way to respond is, especially with a narcissist, not responding by not trying to help them any further, not trying to save the dead relationship that is there already. No need to resuscitate someone who is long gone, which was our relationship. But I know as empaths, we're so deeply loving and caring and we try and we want to do the right, I mean, I was always wanting to do the right thing. Because we were married, I was like, oh, we, we have to go to counseling before we divorce, right? That's how I was raised, is divorce was not very accepted in God's eyes. So I did my best, but I was able to respond with a, hell no, I'm not even doing that now. You cross the line and I get to respond to it by not talking to you ever again and filing for divorce. So you see, that's a great in-person strategy for how to respond through your strategy with a narcissist and the universe puts everything in place for you to break free and then all the things happening ever since have been on my healing journey that I've been able to respond to and looking back I can't even you know it's like I don't even remember how I got into this whole spiritual witchy side of things after I left the church and I couldn't I can't quite place it because I was just constantly responding to the next breadcrumb I love the analogy with generators manifesting generators What's the next breadcrumb that you can follow on your path? Or 
what's the next stepping stone that's going to magically appear as you're standing in the middle of the river that's what you need to respond to and then each response just leads you down the path and all of a sudden you're in this beautiful garden you're like oh my gosh how did i even get here i don't know i just kept picking up little pieces of breadcrumbs and that's how it is when you follow your strategy it's truly amazing So to conclude our episode today, I want to ask you open head centers who are both vulnerable, defined and open, but open especially, do you feel as though you're always under pressure to answer other people's questions? I would say, or even fix their problems because questions equal problems. And do you find yourself frequently living out other people's ideas and inspirations? And I would ask that for you to find head centers. Are you always telling people what to do, which is a bit of a narcissistic trait? You mean well. I know. I was, I've been there. But how can you ask them more questions to lead them to where you wish for them to go? And sometimes, with, again, with that open head center, you don't need to say anything at all. You can just be in the same aura and ask the question or say it and listen and allow them to talk through it and they'll come to the same answer that you're telepathing to them with your defined head center. So here are our affirmations for you both. Open head center. I am deeply inspired all the time. I follow my strategy to help me decide what I need to do. The questions in my head are from others. I don't have to answer them all. I only get to answer the ones that truly light me up. Defined head center. I am inspired and inspiring others. I spread inspiration everywhere I go, sharing my ideas and insights when asked with others. If you want a personal help in gaining clarity, your authentic power back, and healing to be rid of the narcissist for good, join our empath community. You receive weekly inspiration and strategies to heal from narc abuse and understand your unique human design energy blueprint. And as soon as you're in, I'll gift you your human design reading with your type, strategy, and inner authority. So join now and get your eating within 24 hours. I'm so grateful for you listening, finding the show and sharing it with your friends. It would give a great boost in the heart-centered algorithm to rate and review this podcast. If you are enjoying it, take a screenshot, share it on your socials, share it in a text message to a friend that you know right now needs to be pulled out of the quicksand. And remember, always keep your unique light shining. Losing time, I'm fading fast. I just want to make it last. Try to let go of the past. I close my eyes, embrace the blast. Sleepless nights and headaches stack. Restlessness to hell and back. What's my purpose? What do I grab? A slippery surface, a heart attack.
And sometimes you just gotta believe There's something that'll give you relief There's something that'll have what you need What you need We're broken, it's tragic We're not all elastic But maybe there's magic